welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log, Day 34. Don't be realistic. If you're trying to be the man God needs you to be, if you're trying to achieve your potential in serving your community and taking care of your family and being an asset to the people around you, there's one piece of advice you absolutely cannot take. And that advice is be realistic. Be realistic. What does that mean? Well, usually you hear this when you have some sort of grand plan or you have big aspirations or you're trying to break out of poverty or transform your body, whatever it is. Be realistic is generally in response to goals or targets that are considered exceptionally difficult, right? Or very unlikely. Now, there are a couple of problems with that advice. Right? The first issue that you can see pretty plainly is that realistic is just determined by the average of what people have done. So we know that most people live on autopilot, right? Most men especially. You know, you wake up, you do what you need to do, you go to work, you earn a living, you come home, you spend your living. You don't introspect. You don't have targets or goals. You don't look for your weaknesses and try to improve them. And completely on autopilot, being motivated predominantly by their baser physiological instincts, right? I'm hungry, I eat. I'm tired, I sleep. I'm bored, I scroll. That's supposed to be the standard for you. That's what realistic is. Realistic is, if you phone it in for 50 years, where would you be? That's realistic. Unrealistic is saying, I just graduated high school and I have no money and I have no particular skills and I don't have any particular talents but I'm going to work my way into mastering some sort of craft. I'm going to work my way into wealth. I'm going to work my way into physical excellence. And then over 10, 20, 30 years, you can be exceptional. But most people don't see it that way. Most people think that a goal that is so far removed from where you are is just impossible. It's not given time I could do this. It's just impossible. So you're told to be realistic, right? God forbid that you set a goal and not achieve it. That would be disappointing. And we can't have that. No, we can't fail. The fear of failure has to be strong in you, right? The fear of setting a goal and then being disappointed because you don't achieve it. This should be guiding your life. I'll pass. And you should too. You shouldn't want to be realistic. You should want to be unrealistic. In fact, that is the best way to reach your maximum potential. In any, any area of life, this is the case. And I make the similar argument in the 2023 Goal Setting Guide, available at warriorking.cx. You hear me say it all the time, right? Grab a copy, it's free. Fill that out, set some goals. But one of the things I say is that your goals should have absolutely nothing to do with your present reality, 
or well, virtually nothing, right? If you're a paraplegic, maybe don't set a goal of playing in the NBA. But just because you don't see a path forward, that doesn't mean that it's not possible for you. And the reason you have to set unrealistic goals is pretty simple. If, let's say, you're currently benching, I don't know, 165, right? That's your max. You could set a 10-year goal of benching 315. And then someone could say, you know, be realistic. Don't kid yourself. Well, if you have the latent potential to bench three plates, but you set a goal, well, you know, I have to be realistic, so I'm going to set my goal at 225. That's my 10-year goal. So over the course of 10 years, you're going to add, what is that, 60 pounds to your bench. Over 10 years. That's incredibly slow. Right? If you set your goal at 315, and let's say, for some reason, that you don't have the genetics to pull this off, right? You don't have the leverages, or you don't have the muscle growth potential, whatever it is. Let's say it's actually impossible for you. If you set the goal of 315, you're going to push yourself as hard as you can to get to that number, right? Maybe your first year, your goal is to break through 205. Easy. And then the year after that, then you try to break 225. Again, easy. And then as you get closer and closer, maybe it gets more and more difficult. You start to get around 285, 290, 295, 300. And the progress is incredibly slow. Maybe you keep getting injured or you tweak something or you keep plateauing and you can't figure it out. Let's say you've reached your genetic potential. You've read all the literature. You've familiarized yourself with every programming principle that could help you. You've tuned your bench to perfection. Nothing can actually help you. You're stuck around 300. That's good. That's really good, right? That's the whole point of the goal. If you set your goal at 315, you're going to reach and reach and reach and reach. And eventually, maybe you'll realize you won't get there, but you'll have reached your absolute maximum potential. If you set your goal at 225 and you hit that goal, maybe you'll say, hey, weightlifting is pretty easy. I'm going to move on to another sport. And you're never going to get as far as you could have gotten because you were realistic. Don't be realistic. Don't do it. I'll give you another example. Let's say you want to earn a certain amount of money every year, right? In 10 years from now, I want to earn, I don't know, $200,000 a year. That's plenty of money for me to take care of myself and my family and whatever else might come up and I'll have a comfortable retirement, whatever it is. Let's say that's your goal. Someone says, be realistic. $200,000 a year is a lot of money, right? That's probably easily puts you in the top 1%, if not 0.5 or 0.1%. And let's say you don't have what it takes, which is absurd because anyone can do this. But let's say you actually don't, for some reason or another, don't have the ability to earn 200000 a year. So you might start out at eighty and work your way up, right? Same as the earlier example. And you might get to around 130, 140, maybe 150. And you just can't seem to make the extra 50k a year, no matter what you do. Well, if you'd been realistic, even six figures might have seemed scary. And then you would have set your goal at 90. And then when you got there, you would have stopped worrying about increasing your earning potential and maybe diversifying your assets and starting a side business because you were realistic. But the same is true of even more extravagant goals, right? Maybe it's not 200,000, maybe it's 500,000 a year, which is a lot of money. Maybe it's a million a year. Maybe, maybe it's 10 million a year. And maybe it is too difficult. But however high you set your goal, if that's too high, quote-unquote, you're going to reach your absolute potential pursuing that goal. 
right? Whatever goal you set for yourself. If you try to be realistic and you try to assume based on where you are currently, what you can do, and based on your past rate of growth, you're locking yourself into your past. And any potential future you had that was beyond past patterns is gone forever. Don't accept the average man's benchmark for realistic. Never accept it. Do not accept the image people have in their mind of what is attainable. Right? If you need some sort of resource for your God-given purpose, if you want to achieve a certain level of performance to be as effective as you can as a leader, if you have crazy big dreams of what you would do with ability and influence and intention and all of those things, don't let the disbelief of other people hold you back. Right? We're here for a reason. All of us listening to the Field Log podcast, right? Using the resources, being intentional, increasing your ability to make a change in the world. We're here for a reason, right? So why would you let people who do not share that reason tell you what's realistic? Or why should you even care about what's realistic? See, we've talked about this before, right? I said they will never understand. There is a large fraction of the population of the male population who would, they would hear what we talk about, they would see the resources, they would see the ideas and say, this is crazy, right? Maybe they're saying you're focusing on the wrong things or maybe you're driving yourself insane by working this hard or whatever reason it is. Like maybe they don't understand the concept of seeking out difficulty, whatever it is. The majority of people don't get it but they want to somehow force their limitations on us. You can reject that. You don't have to accept the limitation that someone else places on you. There's no reason. When I was doing research on nutrition, I wanted to see if there was a way to recomp effectively even into, you know, later into your training career. Recomping is just losing fat and getting muscle at the same time. Or if there's a way to lean out without having to cut calories or lose strength, right? And the more research I did, the more I seemed to discover a model, if you will, of how this is actually possible, right? Because we know that muscle growth is stimulated by muscle protein synthesis, which comes from protein consumption and training. And we also know that fat loss comes from caloric intake and insulin, right? So you just have to find a way to keep your MPS high, to keep your calories in a certain deficit, and preferably do that while having your insulin function the way it's supposed to function. So I found through practical experience that you can go full keto and you'll slowly start burning fat, right? Just eat the way your metabolism wants you to eat and all the extra energy will just, your metabolism will upregulate because there's extra fat, it's learning how to burn fat and it's going to not downregulate your metabolism and make you tired, but rather it's just going to give you energy. And then when you're sleeping through the night, it's burning fat and everything, and you'll very slowly start to lean out. And you can still hit your numbers in the gym. So if I told people, you know, like, I have a goal this year, for example, I'm currently 172 and 17% body fat, right? I got a DEXA scan done, I'm 17% body fat. I want to lose at least down to 12%. 
and I want to make it up with muscle. So we're talking about eight to 10 pounds here of recomping, not just 10 pounds of muscle gain in a year for someone who's been training for a decade, but 10 pounds gained while recomping. That's my goal for the year. I decided to set it aggressively. And then I asked myself a question that I want you to memorize. I want you to make an appointment this weekend and get it tattooed on your body. It's not about I can't. It's about how can I. One more time. It's not about I can't. It's about how can I. You set a goal, like recomping 10 pounds for someone who's been training for 10 years, right? Nearing my genetic potential. I was 125 when I started. I'm now in the 170s. So I asked myself, how can I? Okay, well, I have to get my four servings of protein every day, no matter what. I have to stay strict keto. Don't kick myself out of it. I want the full fat-burning benefits at all times. I need to make sure that my training is completely dialed in. I'm not skipping sets because I don't feel like it. I need to hit muscles I don't usually hit, right? I started training calves recently. Every pound or tenth of a pound or half a pound is going to count. And then I try that for a year. And if it doesn't work out, next year I can again say, how can I? Maybe I'm missing something. Increase the number of meals. Maybe increase the volume on training. Maybe get my hormones checked and see if there's any way I can increase my testosterone for more muscle growth, right? Look into the literature to see if there's any supplements that could help me. Leucine, for example, right? Helps with amino acid uptake. Taken 15 or 30 minutes, between 15 to 30 minutes before meals. I can have this whole toolkit and find every little edge. I can find every little edge. And 1% improvements in your diet, in your recovery, in your training, in your supplementation, they add up. And then at the end, I might find out it's possible, after all. That's how you have to see things. It is not going to work if you're realistic, right? If you tell yourself, this is as much as I'll earn in my life, this is as strong as I'll be, this is as good as I'll be at my craft, this is, I'm, I'm not intelligent enough, this is all I'll ever be able to learn. Right? There are people out there learning languages in 90 days. Right? There are whole programs where you just full immersion. You go to the country, you plug yourself in three months, and you will be fluent, conversationally fluent at least, by the end of those 90 days. So there are people who just collect languages. They're not geniuses. Maybe some of them are, but some of them aren't going to be, just statistically. So you might think, oh, I could never learn a language because I'm an adult. I moved to America when I was 14, turning 15. I didn't speak a word of English when I first started American school. Now, faint accent is all you hear. Now, that's teenage years and not adulthood, but the same goes, right? There are plenty of adults who learn languages to fluency. So you can't be realistic. You cannot take the average standard of performance and apply it to yourself. Unless, of course, you want to be average, which, turn this off. Really, like I'm going to bore you to death. If you want to be average, turn it off. If you want to be exceptional, if you want to make a real difference, if you want to be ready mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, for whatever life throws at you and be able to handle and manage it, if you want to be able to say to people, don't worry, I got it. If you want that, don't be realistic. Be crazy, right? 
have goals that are beyond what people think is achievable. In fact, I would go so far as to say, not only is it about not being realistic, you want to be as unrealistic as possible. Right? Pick goals that set you on fire, that really motivate you so that you'll have the spark to start and then put in your habits and your routines to make it happen. If to the average person, your goals sound, yeah, that, that's possible. We have a problem on our hands. I don't want the acceptance of the average person. At the end of the day, plenty of people don't understand what we do, why we do it, the methods, the process, the motivation. So they have no concept of how to even think about these things, right? Like I was having a conversation with somebody a couple of days ago and we were talking about a point in the Warrior King ethos, right? And I heard the arguments of, oh, this is not true, blah, 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 blah. Here's why, here's why. And I thought about them for a really long time. And I said, I know he's wrong, but let me figure out exactly why. And I realized he didn't even understand what I was saying. He, he strawmanned the Warrior King position, right? There's a very particular ethos here. There's a very particular way of thinking. It's a very balanced approach. It's a very very precise way you have to approach things. But we always talk about balance on the Field Log Podcast. We always talk about, on the one hand, you can't seek violence. On the other hand, you can't be afraid of it when it comes, right? Or on the one hand, you cannot think of yourself as better than other people. But on the other hand, you can't beat yourself down because practically that's just not going to work. It's a lot about balance. And people who don't understand the Warrior King thinking and don't understand the Seven Commitments don't understand why we do it, what we're doing, what exactly the goal is, of course it's going to seem unrealistic. But if I had a chance to sit down with somebody for two days, maybe, and really explain, like, this is what I'm doing every day. This is my plan. This is the time I'm putting in. This is the money I'm putting in. This is the things that I'm giving up to free up more time for all of these pursuits. Maybe it'll start to seem a bit more, quote-unquote, realistic. But what's the point? Why argue? Don't argue, just smile, nod, say heard, be realistic. I hear you. Thanks for the advice. And then toss it out. Throw it away. Forget about it. Being realistic has never, never done anything for a man. Ever. It's going to save you from disappointment, so what? If you're disappointed something didn't work out, maybe you're attached to it and you're not seeing it as a vehicle to your purpose. Right? What, what is the last line in the first commitment? Given nothing else, I will be content to live in constant communion with God. So if anything doesn't work out, someone who's really living the warrior king life will just say, hey, it wasn't God's will. So... If being realistic isn't going to save me from disappointment because I'm content as long as I have God, doesn't that mean that it really does nothing for you? Because if you're being unrealistic and you still don't hit your goal, you worked as hard as you could and your progress was just as good, if not better, than a realistic goal. So practically it doesn't help. Emotionally it doesn't help. What does being realistic actually do for you? Right? I give this advice to my guys all the time. 
Financially, you never ever want to make the mistake of associating your current occupation with your lifetime earning potential. They are not the same. Even if you work your current position for the rest of your life and you earn, let's say, $60,000 a year, that doesn't mean that you're going to earn $60,000 a year for the rest of your life. You can cut back, make a budget, live frugally, take that money, invest it, and at the very least, at the very least, if you take 10% of your take-home pay and you invest it, after 51 years, you'll have enough money to retire forever. So whatever your current situation is today, whatever your your physical strength or abilities or your health or your wealth or your emotional state or your relationships or your mind or your craft, whatever it is today, understand perfectly, right? Really get this into your head that your current state is a reflection of your past habits, your past decisions, your past actions. And it has virtually no bearing on what you can do today and tomorrow and next week and next month and next year. Don't be realistic if you want to be exceptional. Set whatever goal comes to mind and trust the process. And if it's meant to work out, it will. If you pour your heart into it. And if it's not meant to work out, We accept that. But one thing we never accept are the limitations other people try to place on us. That's it for this week's Field Log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for field log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course, the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day.